Welcome back to E-Rotic the brand. Hi, my name is Eden Lee Middleman. I'm your favorite dating and sex coach here. Let's just say a little birdie told me that you are struggling with yet again another shitty ex and you are having such a painful experience trying to let go. In fact, you feel like you can't. You feel like this is your soulmate. You feel like one more chance might be it. You feel like deep down inside amongst all of their shit, they're actually a good person and you keep running back to them in moments of weakness and pain when the pain feels so fucking unbearable that you are like I can't do this anymore I just need them I just need a hug I just need a kiss I just need a phone call I just need to know that I'm loved and that I'm wanted snap the fuck out of it there are so many reasons why you may be running back to your ex common denominator here is the fact that it's somewhat comfortable now maybe the relationship itself on paper is not comfortable because it's fucking tumultuous and not such a fun ride but it's a ride that you're used to whether that is from childhood or from your past relationships is something that you know how it's gonna go and there's comfort in the knowing of things right rather than the unknown of things and your number one struggle when letting go of an ex is the unknown how am I going to survive without them did I waste all of my years with this person long story short absolutely the fuck not you learn things and right now this is your biggest turning point to learn things if they're currently an ex they are part of your past right in the height of emotions in the height of reminiscing and reviewing the highlight reel of what your relationship once was you need to pause because your emotions and your thoughts in this moment are not reality they're not clear they are not healthy and they're not benefiting you your body is working against you in this moment because you are used to probably this cycle of pain this pattern of going back to people who have wronged you who might not be a good partner or simply just don't align with where your future is going let go it is 110% easier said than done nothing good in life really comes easy okay there requires some sort of pain some sort of challenge some sort of journey that you need to go through to overcome something that you have not mastered yet to get to the other side of this to get to a better version of you and your life whether or not you choose to take this journey is entirely in your hands while you might think that your present moment is totally out of your control you lost somebody you know you you can't reach out to them but you want to reach out to them you can't deal with your emotions one day you're good one day you're not you don't know how to self-soothe you don't know how to self-regulate you feel like that's out of your control but this journey is in your control and that might provide some people who are anxious people comfort I know that when I went through certain breakups I understood that this is in my control I can decide to slip back and keep perpetuating a cycle or I can break the cycle and move on to bigger and better things right that doesn't mean bigger and better person we don't even have to talk about a future relationship in this present moment don't overwhelm yourself start from the very basics what is in front of you I like to always picture like a piece of paper in front of me is split into two columns you know I'm a visual learner so for those that are visual if you really want to do this maybe like actually physically do this then go ahead and do so or just imagine it in your mind and I like to think okay so on the left side of the paper this is all of the things that have happened the relationship the past the middle line is why it ended and then the future is unwritten so there's like a blank column here and that is your column to fill out this is where you're heading towards this is what is in your control to create a better future to create this column to fill in this column the past you can reminisce on it if you want, but you have to give yourself a time limit. This is where self-discipline comes into play. If you want to be a bigger and better person, if you want your relationships to look better, to attract healthier people, you need to be a disciplined person because we have emotions that run fucking wild throughout our entire mind, body, and soul. But they're just feelings and they're just thoughts and we always add meaning to them. You can just allow them to flow inside of you, but we 
feel like we need to control these emotions. We need to understand them. They've got to mean something. This might be my soulmate then if I'm still missing him, even though he wronged me. Oh my goodness. Like we start to create again, this fairy tale la la land in our fucking brains. When we just saw that this person is not our person. Number one thing to getting over an ex is feel what you feel and never be scared of your feelings. We're scared to feel the things that we do. That's why we immediately pick up the phone, text them, call them and try and run back to what was once comfortable to us or what we know. The challenge here is now you're in the unknown. You have not broken the cycle if you're struggling with this. Obviously, you don't have the skills. So now everything seems like a blank page and that blank page doesn't seem like opportunity. It seems like a burden. It seems scary. It seems dark when really it's just a fucking column on a white page. And you don't even realize this, but you have a white column on a new page every single day. And you don't seem to be too freaked out about that. But when it comes to this, it's like the be all and end all, the make it or break it. Your world is completely crumbling and ending. I made an episode on how to move on the right way. I think it is an extremely important tool, a video, an episode that you guys should all watch either before you finish watching the rest of this video or after this video. It literally gives you a step-by-step -step if you want tangible tips, my secrets, things that have helped me move on from all of my exes that have never, ever, ever put me in a situation where I had to text them back or where I had to run back to an ex. I knew that if it was my person, it would just be and I wouldn't have to chase somebody who did me dirty. When someone does me wrong, I take it as you are incapable of being with me. You do not respect me and I don't want to be around people that don't respect me. Sometimes even just dumbing it down for you and looking at the bare bones of what your morals and values are and whether this person even fits into that can really be a humbling wake up call for you. And I think we all need to do that from time to time. While emotions are running wild, while things seem so big, so vast, like it is the end of the world, you need to learn to zoom out bird's eye view in the moment. Just look at facts, you know, and people are like, yeah, I know. I know all of this. I know all of this. No, you don't. You don't know all of this in theory you do, but in practice you don't. And what I mean by in practice is in the moment when you are feeling all these things, can you just pause for one second and grab a paper and write down all of the reasons why you're not together? Don't look at the highlight reel. That's going to go through your head. You know, sometimes it's okay when you are at a stronger point in the healing process, in the breakup process to review the highlight reel and to reminisce and look at it as a good memory. Memory, not a triggering memory. That's a very important step in healing, but you're not there yet. You have to build the strength. You have to build up the foundations of you first. And that requires you to just look at the ending of something and accept that it is an ending. A little disclaimer here. And I find a lot of my friends do this. A lot of my clients fall into this from time to time is they look at the past and then they start to say, well, you know, maybe I could have done something better or, you know, maybe Amongst all the shit this person put me through or the, you know, the fact that they were cheating or lying or this and that, like deep down inside, they're a good person or like their parents weren't great or this or that. And you start to become a therapist for this person. I'm sorry, but the only person who needs a therapist right now is you. So be one for yourself. If your best friend was in this predicament, what would you tell her? As cheesy and cliche as that piece of advice is, it is the most important. It is so pivotal. It is really important for you to be able to be an observer of yourself and your life and your emotions rather than always trying to be an active member in this fucking show that you're putting on internally for yourself, right? You're just feeding the negative emotions that are making you weaker and weaker and weaker and dragging you back into the cycle that you, that you have never been able to get out of probably your entire life. So here's what you need to do. First and foremost, if you want a different outcome, you have to play differently, period. You can't keep doing the same thing and expecting a different outcome. This is a saying that we know. This is your law. This is your Bible. This is rule number one. Stop expecting going back to an ex as some sort of exception to the rule situation where this person is going to change. Your relationship's going to be better than ever. You give him one more shot. You give her one more shot and things are going to be great. My love, people will show you 
how they feel about you, what they think about you and how they value themselves and all of that stuff. They've shown you. They've shown you. Stop doubting the actions that were done. It's so weird how we know that actions speak louder than words and how we express our loves usually in a very action oriented way by being there for somebody, by calling them, checking up on them, doing things for them. But when somebody does negative shit to us, especially somebody that we are emotionally connected to in some way, shape or form or have a history with, we suddenly are like, no, 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 that it's okay. Like that doesn't mean anything like that's not now. That's like totally not at all what he meant. Like he cheated on me, but like it doesn't mean that like he, you know, doesn't respect me like he does. He just like had a moment like you sound like a fucking idiot. You know what it is. You know why you would do it if you were in that position because you're going through your own shit. You don't respect the person enough to tell them that you want to exit the relationship. Instead, you decide to hurt them and risk an innocent person's emotions and feelings and put them in a situation where they're going to have to heal and deal from, which requires a lot of inner work, as you can tell. So stop analyzing what was done. What's done is done. When you look at a blank page and you see that the past is the past, just factually speaking, without bias, without emotion injected into that, you're going to realize that there's nothing to be done. We cannot go back in time. And, and that's kind of a beautiful thing. A lot of us wish we could, but it's a beautiful thing where what's done was meant to be done and it put us in this position and now we get to decide where we go from here. It's in your fucking hands. We forget that we have control over certain things. We can decide if we want to slip up and we can decide if we want to move forward. Every time you slip up and call your ex, don't tell me it was not a decision. You grapple with it internally. We've all experienced this. Where we're like, should I, should I not? Should I, should I? Fuck it. Because you have no self-control. Because you're looking for someone to soothe you because you cannot self-soothe. You're looking for somebody to fill a void that you cannot fill for yourself. Again, you are falling short for yourself. And you're expecting somebody who has already wronged you to step in and help you. You're delusional. If it's your fifth time breaking up with this person and every time you break up, it's along the same lines, just a different circumstance. They have not, will not, and are not willing to change regardless of what they say. Accept the way people move. They've shown you how they see you. And most of you guys will be offended when you look at things this way, but it's good. Be a little bit offended. Be like, that is not really nice. That's not right. I wouldn't have done that to you. And that's why I know that you are not my person because my person wouldn't do this to me. Love and relationships that are healthy are stable. They're not up and down. They're not traumatic. Seek self-soothing strategies. The four S's. Self-soothing strategies are something that a lot of us have actually never been able to learn when we were younger. In childhood, we either felt like we couldn't soothe ourselves, our parents coddled us too much, our parents neglected us, whatever the case may be. We don't have the tools as adults to self-soothe ourselves. That's why we resort to distractions. That's why we do stupid shit, get back with our exes, call them, give in to moments where we are in need of ourselves, but ourselves are occupied with other shit that honestly has nothing to do with us. How funny is that? So here's what you're going to do. You're going to change your environment. So get out of your room to self-soothe. Even just a change of environment, taking a walk, getting outside is going to change how you feel. I know everyone says that. I know this is a tip that you're like rolling your eyes out. When people used to tell me this stuff, I was like, dude, like, do you really think in the midst of my fucking panic attack, I'm going to be like, I'm going to go take a walk. Like sounds fucking dumb in the moment. But trust me, this is when you have to go on autopilot, ignore how you feel and get up and just do what I'm recommending and see how you feel. I love to take a shower 
when I'm feeling like shit. I don't have the energy when I'm feeling shit to take a shower, but I force myself to just get in the washroom, lock the door. That's step one. Step two, take off my clothes. Step three, hop in the shower, turn on the water. I phrased it in my head like little small tasks that seem less overwhelming than me being like, oh, fuck, now I have to go take a shower and this and that and wash my hair and then get out of the shower and put lotion on. And I don't think that far. One step at a time. Okay, that's our problem too. Is like when we feel some type of emotion, we think like all of these crazy things and like everything is so zoomed in and large and big and you can't focus and oh my God, this feeling is so much and you feed it because you're like, you're focusing on it and you're telling yourself, oh my God, we broke up. Oh my God, all those years. Oh my God, the highlight reel in my head of all those good times. Oh my God, I know he's a good person. I know she could be a good person. We overwhelm ourselves. So sometimes just touching our feelings and saying, I hear you, I see you, but you're done can do wonders. I don't want to shower, but I am going to just go in the washroom right now. When you feel accomplished, not only is it a self-confidence boost, self-esteem boost in the moment, believe it or not, but it also helps you soothe yourself. You're tending to your needs. Again, I made a video on how to get your needs met. Very important. Self-soothing is one of them. Okay. It is the same kind of concept. You're, you need you to soothe yourself because if you reach out to external people to soothe you, it's even riskier for you. And in the moment, you want nothing risky. You want safety. You want comfort. But it's weird how our bodies crave other people when people are the most unreliable in comparison to ourselves. We know what we're capable of doing. We know that we can show up or cannot show up for ourselves. We make that decision for ourselves, but we cannot control others. We can control ourselves. And that's the wildest thing is in the moment where you need reliability, we reach out to other people who may or may not be reliable. And it's even crazier when we reach out for somebody who hurt us. The reason for our sorrow, for our, our pain right now is this person and we're reaching for the very cause of it. This is self-sabotaging behavior. This is not self-soothing behavior. I'll throw in a few other self-soothing tips that I do. Again, it's something that you need to explore and discover for yourself. I like to do stretches. I like to do a quick session of yoga. I don't like to do anything that's going to take up too much time. I get overwhelmed easily. So like five, 10 minutes of like a stretch I'll do and just move my body to get the energy flowing and all the blockages kind of released and just feeling myself and being with myself and being present rather than being in the past and like fucking spiraling out of control. I like to just ground myself in however way that I can. That even can mean calling a friend and listening to them. Or if you have an itch to text your ex, text your friend instead. If you feel like you are losing control in that moment, know that that's just a self-deprecating thought and a limiting belief you have within yourself. You can control yourself. You just don't want to right now or you don't know how to. So there are other alternatives that you can do till you work yourself up to the point where you don't even reach out to anybody. You resort to yourself or resort to your self-soothing strategy. Self-soothing strategies are also good not only for this breakup, but to build and maintain independence and to avoid any form of codependency or attachment in the future. So this is a good skill now and later. In my how to move on video, I speak on feeling your emotions, giving your like giving yourself a week to two weeks to really be, you know, mourning whatever this might have meant to you, this person, the idea of the person, which is usually what we mourn, not really the person, because you know, a few months down the line or a few years down the line, we end up with somebody else and we look at look at the past and we're like, who? What? You know, like I can't believe I was freaking out over that. And that is because in the moment, the place that they occupy in your world, you put so much importance on. So breakups are always going to feel so much heavier than normal, let's say. And what is normal? I mean, it's different for everybody, but 
you won't struggle to move on or to heal and to realize that if somebody does you wrong that you don't want them in your life and that the only option that you have here is to move forward when you've built the self-confidence and self-esteem that comes with healing and doing things that require discipline to move forward so feel your emotions in the moment but give yourself a deadline and a timeline that practices discipline like I've always mentioned once we get into a dark place we just spiral because it gets heavier and heavier we feed the anxiety we feed the stress we feed the pain by giving it attention but then we also do the opposite by completely trying to numb it and distract yourself from it because it'll always be there if you want to get rid of it if you want to resolve it if you want to clear that blockage from within you you need to pay attention to it as more of an observer rather than an act member in this emotional club okay so you sit there you feel what you feel you say it's okay I feel sad I feel mad I feel angry I feel hurt I miss them I hate them I love them that's okay you have two minutes to cry like a bitch baby and then you're getting up and you're going to take a shower and you're doing a self-soothing strategy and then you're going to do something productive for yourself so you don't feel like you have this, you know, spiral of shame and guilt. Oh, I was sad and I didn't do anything all day. And you see how it just becomes a domino effect, right? So it's not a bad life. It's a bad moment. It's not all relationships are shit and you'll never be loved by somebody or you'll never find somebody else. It's just this person in this moment. It's just this moment. And the nice thing about it is if we're blessed enough, we have many more moments in the future, okay? But if we're going to allow this moment, this event to cause a domino effect on the rest of our lives, we're doomed. And that is up to you to decide. Do you want this domino to keep falling or are you going to fucking put your hands in the way and be like, you're not falling anymore? It's not going to affect the rest. I'm giving myself time to feel. I'm not going to react to the emotions. That's another way of being an observer rather than an active member in these emotions, an active player in these emotions. It's just to feel it, to say, okay, I'm, I'm aware. Okay, it's not the end of the world. It cannot be the end of the world for me. I don't want it to be the end of the world. And I'm not going to let it be the end of the world. I don't know if you guys have picked up on the saying I say a lot, but I always say zoom out. Zoom out. I want you to pretend like you're about to zoom out of this moment and look above you. And then zoom out even more and look at the world from beneath you. You know, you're floating up top and keep zooming, zooming, zooming. It's so irrelevant. And I'm not trying to make you feel like your feelings are not valid, but it is so irrelevant to the grand scheme of life. You will only make it relevant if you continue to be a fucking bitch about this. And I'm sorry for the vulgar language and for not sitting there and petting your back and telling you it's okay. You texting your ex is pathetic. You running back to somebody who hurts you is pathetic. It's stupid. There is no reason for it. There's no sensible, there's no sensible reason for it. If somebody has wronged you and shown you all that you need to see and you go back expecting to see something else, you're being dumb. I'm not saying you are dumb as a person. I'm not saying you are entirely pathetic. Your actions in this moment are pathetic. And that only makes you feel bad about yourself down the line. So the things that you choose to do in the most vulnerable moments are the most important because when you're vulnerable, you are going to judge yourself even more. And if you decide to feed the fire by texting your ex, by contacting them, by unblocking them, by doing all of this pathetic shit to get some sort of need met in that moment, some sort of attention, some sort of I love you for you to feel good about yourself, you're going to hate yourself even more. You're putting yourself in a darker, deep hole that's going to be harder to climb out of. So that is why whatever you do, lock your phone, block them on everything, delete their number, erase it from your memory. 
Do whatever you can so that it's impossible to even contact them. When you give yourself no option but forward, you will have to go forward. That is why I say block. I'm team block, 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 block everyone. I don't need or want anyone in a possible chance of vulnerability to somehow sway me to fall five steps back when I've worked so hard to take one stride forward. It's not happening. Okay. You have to care and love yourself enough. And I'm not saying a hundred percent because that's, you know, a lifelong thing, but enough, just enough to say, I don't want to go through that again. I have done way too much already. I deserve a little bit better. I mean, probably a lot better, but you know, we're taking baby steps here. (laughs) You should be insulted that this person has played with you for so long. You should be insulted that you've allowed yourself to continue knowing very well how this is going to go. Enough with the self-sabotage. Enough. You hate how you feel right now, right? You hate it. So why keep craving more of that? What you do when you go back to an ex is you ensure the same reality you're experiencing right now in the future. That is what you know. That is what's a guarantee. If they fucked you over several times, they're for sure going to fuck you over again, period. So the unknown doesn't look so scary anymore. The unknown here is it'll be better than this. There's no other way. (laughs) It's got to be. I'm removing a parasite from my life. I will feel better. (laughs) Not right away, but it'll take some time. And me craving instant gratification or feeling good right away or a distraction right away is just because I've made that a habit. Me dealing with my feelings and not seeing the fruits of my labor right away doesn't mean that it's not working. It doesn't mean that I'm not going to get better. It just takes more time than what I'm used to, which is normal. If it doesn't take you a long time, then you were never in love with that person or there was never emotions or nothing was really real. So at least honor that and say, you know what? It's taking me some time because that person meant something to me. And that's it. Don't think about what they're doing. Don't think about who they might end up with. Stop thinking about them, 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 them. What you're doing again when we do this is we're actually distracting ourselves from ourselves, right? Even though we're feeding the negativity, we're trying to get our minds off of how we're doing and focus on what they might be doing. And then trying to rationalize that and be like, that's why I'm upset. That's why I'm angry. I'm worried that they're probably with somebody else. I'm worried that I meant nothing to them. What do you care what you meant to them? You are no longer with them. They are no longer a part of you. So anything that has to do with them has nothing to do with you anymore. It was a memory, a fragment of the past. That's what it is. You guys think that you have to, and you know, when we say move on, you guys think that it's like an active thing to move on. It's an active thing to heal and to be in a better headspace and build skills to be prepared for a you know new chapter, a new partner in the future. But moving on is like this. And how is it with a snap of a finger? When it's done, the relationship is done. That was half of the battle right there. A breakup finished the relationship. There's an end to it. You're already not with them. You're already in the process of moving on, even if you don't feel like it. So acknowledge the fact that at least it's done, that you've survived that. Now you're just dealing with the emotions that are floating around. I experienced this in a breakup I had, and I was expecting myself to be so sad and angry and hurt because this person did me wrong but it was the easiest breakup of my life and I mentioned this before because I told myself I am not going to let this person who hurt me hurt me further they did what they did they're no longer part of my life now I'm safe now I'm okay and yeah I'll bitch about it with my friends and I'll maybe you know have a moment of like I'm not feeling so great but I told myself there's not much else I need to do here I accepted it they disrespected me 
that made it easier for me to move on because when someone doesn't respect me, I no longer find them attractive. It's done. Wow. I was expecting a whole show and I think sometimes we expect that and we then feed into that and then we make it more of a show than it really needs to be. Now, I know that some people who have gotten disrespected in the past or their partner did something, you know, like cheating or lying or whatever the case may be and you're aware that it's disrespect but you still are unable to be like, oh, it's disrespect, fuck that person. You still have all these feelings. That's because you're probably leaning on the fact that this person was supposed to be your person. You had this whole life, imaginary life planned in your head and they tore that apart. So you're not mourning them. You're, you're not even mourning the idea of them at that point. You're mourning this, this fairy tale future that you thought you were going to have with this person. When you phrase it that way, it's not as heavy anymore because you kind of realize, oh yeah, you know what? It was just like this thought, this idea that I planted inside my head and that person just was there and, and that was the person that was going to be my man in that moment or my woman in that moment. But it could have been anyone in that position and you would have still felt the same way because you built this sort of idea around them and oh my God, we spent so many years together, Lottie fucking da. I promise you that if you hold off on contacting your ex, angry messages, closure shit, whatever the fuck, it just you don't you don't need any of that. If you have not watched any of my episodes, go and watch all of them because I've explained to you why closure is not a real thing. I've explained to you how that's such bullshit. You need to find closure within yourself. You need to soothe yourself and you need to stop self-sabotaging. When you run back to somebody who hurts you to provide you with, you know, whatever it is that you need in that moment because you're feeling so anxious and overwhelmed, you're complicating this breakup and you're taking your healing 500 steps back to zero, back back down to the starting point. Whatever you do, do not contact them. Whatever you do, do not go back to them. Just don't do that. That is your number one rule to go by. Avoid contact with them. There does not need to be contact for you to heal. And if they try and, and contact you, they are not respecting you. It is insulting when an ex tries to come back because they're not coming back because they miss you and love you. They come back because they fear that you might move on, that you're doing better without them. And they don't want you to heal. They don't want you to move on first. They want to be the ones to move on first. And they're not in a good place right now. So that's why they message you. It has nothing to do with their love for you. Because if they loved you and if they care for you, if they respected you, they wouldn't have been selfish enough to hurt you for whatever needs they needed met in that moment. You will find somebody and it's not something that should be at the forefront of your mind anyways. But for those that are going to sit there and mope and say, I might not find anybody. I don't know if I'll ever love anybody the way I love them. You are going to laugh at that fucking sentence of yours because it is so stupid that you think that out of 8 billion people in this fucking world that this probably, and I'm going to go ahead and say this fucking loser is what's keeping you up at night. This loser who couldn't even do probably the bare fucking minimum. You are crying over a fucking idiot. You really think that there is not going to be another person on this planet that is better than this person? Are you crazy? And yeah, we are crazy in those moments. We are. We're not thinking straight. If you are disciplined with yourself, you will get to clarity. You will get to peace, a place and space within you that is not as painful or scary. The unknown, the future is not scary. It is so much better than what you endured and what you continuously try to endure again and again. Like keep running back like a fucking idiot. It's like here, there's like a sign that says, you know, turn right to get hurt. And you keep fucking turning right over and over again. But then you cry that you get hurt. There's a fucking neon sign, bitch, on this partner's face that says, I am not to be trusted. But you keep going and hoping it changes. That's pure delusion. The future is brighter and better. When you break the cycle and habit of doing shit 
that has gotten you to this point over and over again. This is not foreign territory for you, yet every time you get here, you feel like the world is ending. This is probably the most familiar place for you. And it is unfortunate that that's what it is to you. Familiar. Break the cycle. That doesn't mean that you're not going to get your heart broken again. A heart that breaks is not unmendable. We, break, we get our hearts broken all the time. It's when our fantasies, dreams that we've created, a reality that we've created with this said person doesn't align. We act like bratty kids, like we didn't get what we wanted. We'll be thankful you didn't get what you wanted with the person that's obviously not even worthy of being with somebody like you. Thank you guys so much for watching. I really hope that this helped. I hope that this was a great pep talk. Do yourself a favor. Save this episode. Download this episode so you can keep watching it every time you need it. Bookmark it. So when you're going through moments of weakness, just listen to me in your headphones while you're doing your morning routine, while you're going for a walk, while you're lying in bed and crying, and then get the fuck up. Don't forget to give this video a thumbs up and subscribe to my YouTube channel as well as hit the bell for the notifications so you don't miss any more of these kinds of videos. Follow my podcast anywhere you listen to podcast E-Rotic by Eden Middleman and give it five large and in charge stars. It really helps me out so much and I will see you guys back here very soon. Take care of yourself. You got this. This isn't the end of the world. I promise you.